Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossat, managing editor of Fightful.com and FightfulWrestling.com, as well as FightfulSelect.com. Of course, you get all your free wrestling news, podcasts, exclusives, interviews over at Fightful.com and FightfulWrestling.com. But we also have the Fightful Select premium service right now for free at Fightful Select. You can head over, see tonight's raw script rundown. Of course, I posted some exclusive spoilers on Fightful.com. Uh, just as Raw started giving you some of the names of the shakeup. Uh, some of them were left off, but you can take a look at some of the scoops that Fightful.com had over there. Be sure to check us out. Leave us a thumbs up. Subscribe over on the YouTube page as well. But on Fightful Select, we have tiers where you can get uh, NXT 205 Live, New Japan Ring of Honor podcasts weekly. I do a Q&A every other week. Did Dark Match Commentary, probably my favorite one I've done so far. Vic Grimes versus Crash Holly, and I owe Vic Grimes an apology. You can find out why over at FightfulSelect.com. We have uh, the Stupid News Extended segment, just tons of stuff. Go over to Fightful Select, take a look at the script, check out what we have. On FightfulMMA.com this week, we have uh, an interview with the UFC Atlantic City headliner, Kevin Lee. Have podcasts all week, MMA Industry Podcasts, Holy Smokes Podcast, and that Atlantic City wrap-up show I did a... Uh, UFC Glendale wrap-up show this weekend, too. If you all missed that Justin Gaethje, uh, Dustin Poirier fight, that was something special. A programming note for this Sunday. I will be doing an Impact Wrestling Redemption post-show. It'll be a simulcast with WrestleView.com's Adam Martin. Uh, We're very excited to try this out. It will be on both uh, WrestleView and Fightful.com. So make sure you all come and check that out. Of course, I got tons of news in that Fightful Wrestling Weekly, but I'm done with the plugs. Done with them. I'm joined by Alex Pawlowski. Alex, you wrote a piece, which I will plug, the long-awaited sequel (laughs) to Kelly Kelly getting Tess's approval from Beyond the Grave. This one, the... uh, uh, Actually, why don't you tell the people about it? Well, um, uh, last time, uh, I think it was the unofficial first ever edition of Off Track with A-Tang, before that ever existed. But it was just like, hey, you said, there's this thing. I want you to troll the balls off it. And I said, okay, I'll do that. And it was Kelly Kelly, and she was uh, on some show called Wags, which I had to Google what that meant. And uh, she she was talking to this uh, charlatan, this fake fortune teller guy. Uh, who called himself the Hollywood medium. And uh, he said that he had talked to her boyfriend test, uh, dead boyfriend test, and that he'd given her uh, his blessing from beyond the grave to marry this other guy, this hockey star. And she bought it, hook, line, and sinker. Her friends didn't, because that was the best part of the whole thing, is that they were not impressed. Uh, And I thought, oh, this is harmless fun. Uh, Okay, I'll, I'll make fun of everybody. The sequel was not harmless. Uh, What this guy does is he just Googles whoever he's going to talk to and find stuff about them. And then like, what horrible tragedy do you have in your past that I can 
exploit. And this time it was Ronda Rousey and the horrible, awful, heartbreaking story of her father's suicide that he decided to exploit. Uh, he's a ghoul. Only someone with no oh, yeah. soul would would do this for a living. And a real piece of it. shit, this guy. Awful. So I uh, I took him to task, you might say. Or, or you could say you trolled the balls off of him. I, I may have done that a little bit, yeah. Go check that out over at Fightful.com. <clears throat> it's Superstar Shake-Up time. We do have an announcement of uh, Chad Gable moving to Raw, which was uh, not mentioned on TV mm-hmm. or anywhere else. But he, here's the quick rundown of it. Raw gets Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Jinder Mahal, Dolph Ziggler, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, Bobby Roode, Sunil Singh, we're presuming Samir Singh as well, Ruby Riot, Sarah Logan, Liv Morgan, Natalia, Tyler Breeze, Fandango, Zack Ryder, Mojo Raleigh, Connor and Victor of the Ascension, Mike Kanellis and Chad Gable. SmackDown gets The Miz, presumably Maurice if she were to return. We'll we'll address each one as we get to them. But my initial reaction to this is Billy Bean isn't even dead, but Paige has channeled her inner money ball and finessed everything bad except for you know a couple things mm-hmm. off of SmackDown. Yeah. Yeah, uh, the 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 one major deal that they got that the Raw got tonight that I can recall. All the stuff that they got that's good, in my opinion, that Raw got, they got as a free agent signing. Like, you know, Kevin and Sammy, I'm always going to root for those guys. I think they do good work. And we'll talk about this. They plucked Drew McIntyre out of NXT uh, because he's a package deal with Dolph Ziggler for some reason, but we'll get to that. But that's not a, that's not a trade from, from SmackDown. Everything that I can recall in my head right now that came from SmackDown is all stuff they had either no plans for or the plans that they had for them wasn't working out or was just a giant drag on their whole deal like the first guy we'll talk about. Oh, by by all means, according to storyline, Paige has thus far, Paige and Shane McMahon have gotten the Miz in exchange for Mahal and Singh, the Riot Squad, the Ascension, Gable, Canellis, the Hype Bros, which are now broken up, Brizongo, Natalia, Rude, Corbin, and Ziggler. Because Owens, Zane, and McIntyre in storyline did not come from her. Right. Owens and Zane were gone before she was there. Yeah. <clears throat> Couldn't have done it. If if you were to tell me that that was a legit trade, I would say, you know what? That almost sounds like the type of trade you see sometimes in the NBA where you got to give up a really good player, but then you got to, you got to take on some salary and all that stuff. But this was a salary dump on SmackDown. (laughs) Well, did did you ever watch draft day? Uh, No, I uh, stayed away from that one. It's it's not bad. It's not bad. It is completely unrealistic. Yeah. It is very NBA 2K ish. I, but, I, tend, I tend to prefer my Costner as either a cowboy or a baseball player. But how dare you? Funny. There are a lot of good athletic-based Costners. Come on now. There's more than more than just baseball. All right. Well, let's get into this smack or this raw rather. Actually, let's go ahead and talk about a couple of these that weren't addressed on the show. First off, we have Mike Canellis. Good glad that he got over his addiction. He and Maria ain't doing anything on this show. No, no. I, I think they could easily expand main event into two hours and have tons of content for it. Uh, there's a there's 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 a lot of guys on this show and women on the show right now. I mean, I'm assuming all, uh, several of them will be moving to SmackDown tomorrow, but you could fill a five hour show of a week. God forbid. Yeah. But there are I mean, just in just in the in the in the main event tonight. We know the Miz is leaving, but ostensibly, all those other people are here on Raw. What the hell are you doing with all of them? Yeah. Like, like that's a lot of people and a lot of new, fresh faces. you got to, like, get new storylines going, brand new content. Like, what's Bobby Lashley doing? Oh, yeah. Besides throwing those traps out of his ears. (laughs) My God. That's what all these people are. They are fertilizer 
for Bobby for Bobby Lashley's traps. Yes. He will consume them, yeah. and then he will grow bigger traps. Uh, also, the Ascension, they aren't doing a damn thing but losing to some other teams. Well, yes, um, but but as we'll talk about later, um, the whole Fashion Files gang is yes. on Raw, which is the three-hour show. So you have no excuse anymore for like, oh, well, we just didn't have time for you boys this week. No, no, no. You got I'm time. Not, I'm not convinced we'll see a return of the Fashion Files. I'm saying it, it's, it won't be for lack of time. Yeah. Zack Ryder, Mojo Raleigh over on Raw. I guess this is so they can get the Gronk cameos on Raw instead of SmackDown. Man, this is so cruel. Like, you broke these guys up, and the only thing you've had for them since the breakup, which was months ago, is, hey, every now and then you guys are going to fight. Like, we'll have a big battle royal, and you'll eliminate each other. But that's it. And just when you thought, hey, one of you is going to go over here, one of you will stay, and then we can do something different with you. Nah, nah, nah. You guys are destined to fight forever in the least important fight forever thing ever. Chad Gable, he has split with Shelton Benjamin. He will be heading to Raw. If Jason Jordan ends up on that show, I mean, they're going to have to cross paths at some point. Yeah. You would think. Yeah. uh, This is weird because I I honestly really liked Gable and Benjamin together. I thought they were doing good stuff. I I thought thought there was at one point uh, a few months ago where I thought it was time to give them the belts for a month. And and let the Usos chase as opposed to carry them. Um, they did some really good work with the Usos. Did some really good work with with uh, the New Day. Uh, we never got to see them against the Bludgeon Bros. I thought that was a that was a cool TV match mm-hmm. waiting to happen. Give them eight minutes and let them go. I wanted to see Chad Gable hit that rolling German suplex to Eric Rowan. Just once. Uh, yeah, never going to see that. So, so uh, you know. Well- Let's talk about this. Chad Gable weighs two hundred and five pounds. We could. He didn't say like he's he's he said he's coming to Raw. None of the cruiserweights are on Raw. They're just not. I mean, they're still a part. They're still part of it. He's but they're he's two hundred and two pounds. He is something unlike anything else on two hundred five live. I would love to see him on two hundred five live. What I'm saying is that the, the cruiserweights haven't been on Raw in in forever. They were they were on there a couple weeks ago. Yeah, but it was just to promote the the Mania match, and they haven't been on. I mean, they were still on there. It was still. We've had we've had two Raws now since Mania, and they haven't been on them. So I feel like important important stuff's got to happen. True. Hear me talk about two hundred five live every week on the Fightful Weekender podcast at FightfulSelect.com. I'll go ahead and talk about Sunil Singh. He and his brother also under two hundred and five pounds. You could integrate them as well if you needed to. God, I I hope not. I, I think that uh, if you got a tag division there, it would yeah, make sense. Yes, I mean if, if they've improved, the Bollywood the Bollywood boys had the <laughs> they were bad. Well, we never seen them work as heels though. That's true. Um, yeah, <laughs> that makes that can make a big difference. It could. It could. Um, they had the very first match ever on Two Hundred Five Live, and let me tell you, it was the very worst match ever on Two Hundred Five Live. Yeah, it was. It was. It was real bad. All right, let's get into the meat of this show. <laughs> Kurt Angle comes out and kicks off the show and says that the superstar shakeup has begun. He is joined or interrupted, whichever way you want to make uh, take it, by United States champion Jinder Mahal and Sunil Singh. Mahal is super pissy that he didn't get his limo and motorcade to the arena. Kurt Angle trolls Jinder about his list of demands and gives him a clearly fake email address, which is the same thing I do every time a GNC employee asks for mine. (laughs) Kurt says that he can defend his United States champion right now. His opponent will be Jeff Hardy. Now, Jeff Hardy won this match, became United States champion. WWE was like, Grand Slam champion. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. He is a double Grand Slam champion. This guy is perhaps the most decorated uh, wrestler in WWE history. You, you, there's a few guys that I think could could kind of contend with him. There's Edge, who couldn't qualify for the lightweight titles. There's Kurt Angle, who also couldn't qualify. And Chris Chris Jericho, who did win the WCW Cruiserweight title. But Jeff Hardy has now held the WWE, Intercontinental, United States, and uh, Ross Tag Team Championships. That's one set of Grand Slams. 
and the World Heavyweight Championships, the European, the Hardcore, the Light Heavyweight, and several other iterations of the tag team titles. He is so far above and beyond everything Grand Slam. I don't even know what the hell you would call that. Plus, he won a bunch of titles in TNA and won an ROH tag title, too. Man, that guy. What a career he's had. What? Yeah, what a damn career. That's the whole thing is that... uh... Hey, perhaps more important than any of those. Sorry to cut you off, Alex. Hmm? He had the best gender Mahal match of all time tonight. He, he well, he yes, he did. He did. Uh, because he won. You know, like that's the whole thing is that that we we know what it looks like when gender wins. Yes. It's it's a distraction by a Sing brother followed by the Coloss, and nobody kicks out of the Coloss. Um, when he remembers how to put it on the guy. Um. Uh, but, but when he loses, there's, there's some heat near the end where, you know, things are going on and, oh, like he, he almost had the Coloss locked on him, but he didn't, he broke out of it. There's a lot of good stuff, uh, in this match and I'm here very well. He does. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm here for a a Jeff Hardy singles run. Yeah. Uh, this is uh, not just because Jinder Mahal lost though. This was some of the best work he's ever done in his career. It is true. This was fast paced. It was hard hitting and fast paced and Jinder Mahal don't usually go together. Not because he doesn't try, uh, maybe because he doesn't try. It just doesn't happen. Jinder cracked Jeff with a really stiff punch. Hardy battled back with a whisper in the wind after the break. Mahal landed a big knee to the face, then then a huge kick. Hardy reversed a fireman's carry gut buster and just kind of like, Stopped the momentum and pinned Jinder. I thought that was a really clever counter. Yeah. Got a twist of fate, Swanton, and a win. A new champion. Again, the best Jinder Mahal match I have ever seen. And this isn't me like, this isn't like a veiled insult at Jinder. The match was really good. I thought it was the best match on Monday Night Raw this week. And I thought that the main event was very, very good. Mahal is livid backstage and is interrupted by No Way Jose. Renee is like, Piss off, gender. I'm going to go dance. Oh, no way and gender is probably about where these two should be. Yes, that is that. No way Jose is a perfect foil for gender Mahal. Uh, he can infuriate him with his incessant gyrations and smiling face. He's big, so throwing him around is impressive. He's bulletproof because he doesn't need to win any matches. He just needs to go out there and hype the crowd up. There's a lot of cool stuff they can do with this. I will say that there's there's a thing that I, that that in, that just makes me so sad. Every, every Jinder Mahal match, whether he wins or loses, is he's got a guy in some version of a headlock, and that guy fights his way up to his feet and then gets brought down again. Yeah, that like, cutoff I, spot. I'm like, oh, nah. every this, time this that happens, be, I feel like an angel loses its wings. This is going to be Bugs Bunny versus Elmer Fudd. That's what this feud is going to be. Yeah, Bailey and Sasha Banks go right at it for their match. It ends up going to a no contest. Bailey leads into a commercial with a nice, like, suicide hurricane run into the outside. That was really, really good. Bailey scores a rare back body drop. You don't see a lot of those today. And when I asked somebody why, they told me the juice wasn't worth the squeeze. That bump isn't usually worth the reaction that it gets. Uh, Bailey then hits a tornado falling reverse DDT. Banks goes to work with her meteoras. And Sasha starts to talk trash in the two brawl. Banks applies the bank statement, but a debuting Riot Squad jumped Sasha to end the match. They kept one of the most directionless groups in WWE history together. But Sasha Banks sold Liv Morgan's finisher very well. There is no point to keep these three together. Not a damn point. There was never a point to put them together in the first place. There wasn't a point of calling two of them up. No. Well, that's the, yes. Even if you want to say they weren't ready for the main roster, there's, there's, you've still never bothered to figure out a way of tethering them together in any way. I, I still don't know what they have nothing in common. One of them's out there trying to hunt gay meat. The other one's doing her uh, Harley Quinn cosplay, and Ruby Riot is running a record shop somewhere in Brooklyn. Like I, I don't understand. It was it's so infuriating because you could easily have just have kind of buried Liv and 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 Sarah Logan on Raw somewhere in the mid card, getting beat up by Ember Moon every week, uh, and kept Ruby Riot on SmackDown. Let her be pissy that her little minions were drafted away from her, and she stays there. But she runs afoul of the Iconics, 
the I Iconics, because that's how you spell it now. And that's not the way vowels work, Vincent. Anyway, so, but but she was the best she was when she was a baby face in NXT facing off against the heel iconic duo. You could have you could have done that. You could run that back on SmackDown. It would have been great. But instead, we got these three just being vaguely heelish on Raw, and the, the women's division on Raw took a big step back with with their inclusion. I, I feel. Yeah, authors of Pain defeated Heath Slater and Rhino. Uh, don't know how I feel about AOP selling for Heath Slater on night two. I thought <laughs> that commentary did a lot of favors for Authors of Pain tonight. Corey Graves brought up AOP's legit background, including Razor's Bellator MMA experience, and Coach really covered for them, and I hope they take it somewhere. He said, you know, maybe they're they're stumbling a little bit here because it's their first match without Paul Ellering. And I was like, That's a, that is a smart thing to address. It's a smart thing to say. Um, Slater sold great for AOP, including a whiplash, a stun gun, whatever you want to call it, and a toss over the top rope. The last chapter, still not a good finish, in nope. my estimation. They have other finishes that are really great. They have yeah. like a sidewalk slam combination stomp thing off the second That's rope. Way better. That's a way better finish. Do that. There's other. There's a lot of other. The Super Collider is an amazing tag finisher too. Just just do that. Because nah, I don't can do that. Not on the main roster. Yeah. Uh, but there's other things you could do. Um, but one of the things you can't do is make these guys not super special. Like these guys should be wrecking better tag teams than mm-hmm. Ethan Rhino. Um, if you're if you're not if you're just gonna like introduce them if you're gonna slow play it it's not gonna work. The back and forth selling style isn't what got these two guys over. No. Miz introduces the newest members of the Raw roster: Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Kurt Angle seems to disagree with this, but Owens says Owens and Zayn say plans change, which is a shot at Wrestling Observer's Dave Meltzer. This group hug in yep. the ring yep. is great, by the way. So they great. read they read an email from Stephanie McMahon overruling Angle's decision. Now I'm going to say like Angle probably didn't get the email because he gives out fake emails. It's true. We we confirm this later on. So apparently Michael Cole doesn't understand the concept of free agency. No, you hear that was one of the most frustrating situations ever. They're like, who could they get picked up from? They they aren't employees. And coach goes, yeah, dog. It's called free agency. Yeah. They can sign with whoever they want. Right. My God, that was frustrating. They are able to be signed by anybody. They're they're just just as and just as Bobby Lashley was available to be signed by anybody. That's the way it works. And when Stephanie McMahon goes over uh Kurt's head, which I thought was ironic, and I really I really do Wish they just make made one at some point make 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 an observation of um, you know Sammy, I never used to like you says Stephanie McMahon, but there's something about you now that I really I really like your your new attitude because she used to hate Sammy Zayn like irrationally yes. hate Sammy Zayn. She did. So I, I love I love the idea that if you could actually address this, it will only take like two seconds at some point. Um, that ever since he turned heel. Stephanie likes him a lot more. She doesn't know what it is, but there's something, something about him because that explains the whole thing away why she would fight to sign this guy who she shipped off to SmackDown with glee because she hated him so much. Um, but I will say I loved the Ms. W.O. that we got there for a second. <laughs> I think it was great. I was here for it to ride through the summer with it. Oh, well, not do that anymore. But that was a fun 10 seconds. Well, Kurt Angle reveals that Daniel Bryan has successfully lobbied to get The Miz on SmackDown, which is, it's going to happen, but The Miz Tourage isn't coming with him. Tonight, these five will face Rollins, Balor, Strowman, Bobby Lashley, and a new superstar. We'll get to that later. But The Miz to SmackDown, you had to get Bryan and Miz on the same roster. That is a main event, main event program with no title attached to it. Yeah. That is a hot program that they have to go into, and it's a good one for Daniel Bryan and The Miz. Yeah, it, it's also it's a very easy way of keeping Daniel Bryan hot 
not not misusing him, not burying him in any way, but also he doesn't have to be involved in any of their title programs right now. This is a this is a feud that does not need any titles involved. It's just these guys uh, with a promo with a, work. Promo work. Need. Yep, that's all we need. Somebody asking if we're going to talk about Cena and Nikki Bella. No, what? They, they broke up. There you go. Two people broke up. There was this just uh, this lead in to the the Roman Reigns promo, and. It, it was just, it's one of those things, those subtle things that's so insulting to the intelligence. Mm-hmm. Where the coach says, the big dog was here last week, unlike the beast. Yeah. And I was like, would you all cut the shit, please? We get it. We see what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Get get over it. Mm-hmm. Get over it. Woken Wyatt's defeated the Revival in a tag team eliminator. Woken Wyatt's have a combined entrance now. Uh, three great tag team wrestlers and a character who needed freshened up really bad and is getting it. So it was fine. Some good fundamental tag team work here ends uh, with a sister Abigail and an assisted twist of fate that wins it for the Woken Wyatt's the bar were on commentary. So it's Woken Wyatt's against the bar next week, next Friday at the greatest Royal Rumble. I'll have some news on the greatest Royal Rumble in, in a moment, but fine tag match we kind of knew it was going here but i'm glad the revival were able to pick up a win along the way yeah no they they as soon as they get the call as soon as they get the tap on the shoulder and say okay boys we're actually going to run with you for a bit uh they'll be ready uh as long as they stay healthy um i, I did you notice this on i didn't know what the hell what happened why why their original injury to dash happened but they show the film of it in their ride along, and it was a Hideo Itami GTS yeah, shocker that broke his jaw. Now, now he's not allowed to do that anymore because yeah. he broke Dash's jaw, and he also broke Kendrick's whole damn face. Yeah, so he's not allowed to do that anymore. And for me, I'm like, oh god, because they had just sent New Day off to SmackDown. They were ready to start feuding with the Hardys. Like it was a whole thing for the revival. And whoops. So mm-hmm. these guys, they're they've just been facing bad luck. And yeah. I'm ready for them to get their real shot. And they are too. We'll see yeah. when that happens. We'll not speculate on any possible SmackDown moves. We'll just wait until tomorrow and we'll end up talking about those. But it was confirmed today by Sports Illustrated, no less, mm. that the greatest Royal Rumble is, in fact, Alex, a Royal Rumble. That's just odd to me because they kept talking about how it's not only a Royal Rumble. But the greatest. So I, I kind of thought that it wasn't going to be one at all. So I, I had a lot. I mean, so many people that I had to mention it on this show that asked me about why was this news. It wasn't news, guys. It's not news. With all due respect to the guy, I'm sure I'm sure he's nice. I've never interacted with Justin, the guy who reported this, uh, Barrasso. But he put on his Twitter, I have confirmed with WWE that this will be a Royal Rumble with separate entrances for everybody. I'm like, yeah, why wouldn't it be? And he had put on there, I didn't think that they would do that many. I thought they would maybe start with 20 people in the ring and then do 30 entrances. And I'm like, man, why, why, would, why would one assume that? What has been given to indicate that? And this comes after several stories that have been flat out refuted, but from the Ray Cena match to the Ray being bronze partner to – Dolph Ziggler getting a $1.5 million contract, which he said that his dad called him up like, hey, son, congrats on the new deal. And he was like, "Uh, what, sir? <laughs> but it's just. Come on, number, number one, I, I just I didn't know that he had speculated on it being 20 guys starting and then everybody entering is like a new guy comes in when everyone was eliminated. That's fine. And an interesting way to do a Royal Rumble, but it ain't a Royal Rumble. It's not even a real battle royal, but what I pictured was somehow somebody picturing in their head 50 men in the ring at one time, and everyone starting to throw everybody out from that point. It ain't the greatest be, battle royal. You wouldn't be able to move. Yeah. Like, <laughs> in all due respect to Justin, like I said, I'm sure he's nice. He does some great interviews for Sports Illustrated, but man, I... I had so many people comment on that and 
say you got to bring that up as a topic. So we listen to our viewers, if nothing else. Uh, this Rusev Undertaker Chris Jericho carousel. Oh God, what is this? What is going on? So I was I asked somebody within WDB, someone I have a little more on. I don't have enough to write an article on it, but right. They said, no, Rusev hasn't been released. No matter what he says, he's not getting released. He hasn't been released. He's He marches to the beat of his own drum. I, being a responsible journalist, contacted the email address in which was put up on his Instagram for inquiries. Didn't get anything back. <laughs> so there's nothing to that, at least, at the very least. Like I, Rusev back in against Undertaker. I want to. I just want a triple threat casket match out of this somehow. <laughs> like Rusev and Chris Jericho are fighting. They take each other out. Undertaker then walks down to the end of the match, yeah. choke slams him, rolls them both in the casket. There you go. I want Taker, Rusev, and Jericho to have a grave consequences match from Lucha Underground, where there's a casket on each side of the ring, and you use the casket as a weapon, and all that, like, because that'd be fine. But my thought was, when Jericho stepped in, I was like, yeah, that's probably the better choice to do, because Jericho's entirely bulletproof and can can be put in a casket under a minute, and it won't hurt him. But, but, you know, why, why, why do this to one of your young... Uh, super over uh, stars. Um, but they were like, yeah, yeah, probably we should switch that to Jericho. Uh, no, we're going to do that. And then we're going to switch back over to Rusev. I, I honestly, before next Friday, I would not be surprised if it switches back to somebody else yeah. and then back to Rusev again. Cause, because whatever. Uh, why did WWE rip off Diddy's I'm coming home for a WWE network commercial that a bunch of people lip sync. Cause he's going to go in their hall of fame one day. Yeah, I, he's on great terms with them. I don't know what this was. Um, I do think it was like you get the best of both worlds. But one of the one of the people who's featured prominently lip syncing in that little studio is Mojo Raleigh, and he ain't the best of either world. No, to be honest. So I don't know what that's all about. Ronda Rousey's backstage with Kurt Angle. Natalia's brought in after a brief awkward stare. They embrace, and Rousey reveals that they train together. More on that later. Miz rallies his troop backstage. Zayn and Owens warn him how terrible Shane is. We see Elias backstage who calls Renee Rachel and tries to perform a song, but there's no time. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. I don't want to speculate, but I mean, not a lot of creative given to him for this this week, and we know what that usually means. No, pure speculation. He, but he was talking to, talking about Lashley, uh, awful lot. Yeah, you know, if he, if he sticks around on Raw, I'd anticipate him being Lashley's first program. Um, I think I think he and Lashley be, would be very good together in the ring. They both move very quick for for bigger dudes because Lice is not small. Um, and uh, and I think that he could survive several losses in a row to Lashley yeah. to set up Lashley in the, on the roster. So my, so my cousin has recently taken up wrestling, watching it like just out of the blue. Mm. Told me how much he loves Elias. I was like, yeah, good taste, good taste. Yeah, he is, the, he is the creator of. I like the way you do business. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, also backstage, Zach Ryder. On Raw, Baron Corbin is too. The bar are backstage when they are encountered by the fashion police in Brizongo. They said that they've been transferred to a new precinct, they being the the fashion police. They write the bar a ticket. Cesaro's acting here is 
miserable. Yeah. Horrible. Yeah. Acting. We'll talk more about them in a bit. Nia Jax on commentary. Uh, Alexa Bliss nowhere to be found. She is later shown cutting a promo about how much of a bully Nia Jax is. And that uh, Nia would just love to bully her and not having her rematch. But she won't allow that to happen. I kind of dig the fact that the bully would consider herself the victim in the situation. Yeah, there's there's a lot of that going around in the news lately. <laughs> Is all I'll say about that. <laughs> yeah, you you would be right. Um <clears throat> solid work that not a, not like nobody really gets into. Some of the movements and cells in this match are a little too exaggerated for me. Uh just not natural like some just I just went back and watched it and I was like a lot of herky jerky flying your limbs around where it was just awkward. What wasn't awkward was Mickey James doing the best goddamn sell of the eclipse I have ever seen. If she wanted to, she could have slid all the way to the barricade. I'm pretty sure. And that's gotta be a goal. Like I'm trying to think like in Wolf of wall street where they do the little person tossing like this is Mickey yeah. tossing yeah. where, yeah. Mm-hmm. where Alexa or where Ember just flings herself off the top rope with a catapult. Bam. And then you see how far Mickey can go. Yeah. Third row, maybe. Maybe third row. Yep. Yeah. No, it was a full front somersault cell of the eclipse. It was, it was great. It was great. Like I've seen a lot of good ones. Um, uh, and this was, this was the best, the best, this was the best. Yeah. Samoan and Joes are in the ring. Roman Reigns comes out to promote his upcoming greatest Royal Rumble match. Samoa Joe follows, takes aims at Reigns by saying he brags about showing up to work, but not about getting the job done. And then they have Joe throw to a video package. <laughs> like, did he put it together? Did he edit it? I love the idea that he's been like working uh, on some graphic design and it was video time off. Yeah, because you know he's gonna <laughs> heal up his foot. So he's been like just d- d- taking like Lynda.com classes. Um, I, 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 I don't know, man. This was ridiculous. But weird. What's not ridiculous is that Joe is uh, a entirely superior professional wrestler to almost anybody in the business. Also, apparently a lazy fat ass, according to Reigns. Man, can we not? Like, here's the thing. Reigns is a total dick. He's just a dick. He's a dick. Like you, there's, there's like all it would take is the tiniest of tweaks. To make him like the most over super cool badass heel guy ever. ever, ever. Like, like if you ever succeed in making him your top babyface, it will not. He will not be as over as that as he would be if you just lean into it a little bit on the heel side. He just he he'd kill. But he comes out here and he's like, "Listen, I was here last week, and guess who wasn't?" And he's getting. I had people send me tweets about that. At least Rain shows up. I don't give a shit. <laughs> Listen, I don't care. Like the, here's the the, the the choices we have shouldn't be uh, uh, dude who's totally aloof and never shows up and holds the belt for a year and and defends it for a l- less total number of minutes than Seth Rollins was in the ring that one time during the gauntlet match, or Guy who was pushed so hard in different ways and like, oh, well, he's not getting the response we want. Better audible to another ending of this match so we can put him over in Saudi Arabia if that's actually what's going to happen. Like, listen, this guy could be so huge as this thing. And what it looks like to me is that they've just assembled a never-ending smorgasbord of upper mid card to main event level heels for him to run through one at a time, one per month for the now, next year. And it, it just does not going to work out for him. It's just it not. does look like they've kind of shifted some of the, the heel face stuff. Like Natty looks like she's a baby face temporarily until whatever this Rousey she, gets. Until she turns on Rousey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Connor and Victor are baby faces. I don't know if they'll do with Mike Canellis. Gable might be a baby face. Depending on what they do, they they added Breeze Ango, uh, their baby faces, but not high level. You got Bobby Roode, 
How long can he work as a baby face? I know he's I totally turning heel to feud with Roman at some point. I get the feeling Ziggler and McIntyre are probably going to get baby face reactions eventually, but it does seem like they they started a rogues gallery. Now they're not sending Rollins, Balor, and Braun, no, and Lashley. So there's going to be a, a real solid number two and probably number three there. Right. But if if you just right now for a two hour show. On SmackDown, if you just left it right now, mm-hmm. AJ, Nakamura, Daniel Bryan, Miz, and um, God, I can't think of their fifth guy. But I'm like, yeah, that's a solid top four to mm-hmm. go with on a two-hour show. Right. Whoo, boy. Uh, also, yeah. there, there's no reason why Joe shouldn't be helping Roman Reigns win the title at Great, Greatest Royal Rumble. This is the kind – he's – Joe presents himself as is preternaturally smart like a really smart and thoughtful dude like he's figured out ways of getting under roman's skin other people's don't what's the best way of doing that i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna cheat to help you beat brock because i want you to have that title on may 6th or whenever it is at backlash so i can take it off you I keep forgetting that this is a co-branded pay-per-view from now on too oh yeah oh yeah here's the other thing it's weird so uh, Greatest Royal Rumble, which I will forever call the Grrr, um, is going to be on Friday the 27th, and then a week from the following Sunday. So like 10 days later, they've got a pay-per-view. So it, this, is a, this is pretty stacked couple of weeks. Um, the travel schedule is insane for these poor people. Um, but to have – to basically make this thing of like, I choose you to beat – for this belt. Yeah. He's a really cool heelish thing to do. And I, I love it. Samoa Joe is fantastic. And it, every time I watch him do stuff like he did tonight, I go, God, Vince, why couldn't you have signed him like six or seven years mm-hmm. before you did? Because guess, guess where he would be right now? Like at the very tip top of your, of your company. He, he was doing nothing in TNA for years before, like yeah. his, his best years were behind him. And, I got to say one of my favorite matches of all time was Joe versus Daniels versus AJ. And even TNA recognized it at the time, unbreakable. They were like, okay, I know this isn't the world title match. It's going on last. And it was to that point, And for years after the best match I'd ever seen. It, it is one of the best matches of all time. Yeah. Like it really is. So, um, by the way, guys, speaking of Backlash, I reviewed WWF Backlash 1999 as my retro review for this month. Uh, that's over on FightfulSelect.com, full podcast. Check it out. Natalia is uh, facing Mandy Rose with Sonya Deville. Natalia is a babyface now because she has a ponytail. Yeah. Like her I, new gear. Uh, yeah. Natalia streams... <laughs> You don't touch me like that. You don't touch me. You don't touch me like that. And I'm thinking, what did I miss? <laughs> did you run it back and, and look and see if there's any uh, bathing suit area touching that I, um, that I missed? I'm like, I didn't see any. Um, haven't you ever heard of a boundaries? <laughs> <laughs> like, gee. <laughs> I despise Natalia. <laughs> I, I, I love her in the ring, except for when she taunts, when somebody's flat back, ready to be pinned. Sorry that's, to interrupt. That's fine. I, I understand that she's very good in the ring. Mm-hmm. I understand that she's, I, I just, I can't watch her. Like t- tonight, tonight, she, she started to put on the sharpshooter wrong and then had to like move the feet to a different position. I was like, are you a heart or are you not a heart? Come on, you've been telling when you're a heart. I doubt it now. Sean did it wrong in the Montreal screw job, and Brad even had to tell him in the middle of doing it, hey, wrong way. <laughs> it's often overlooked that but Brett Shawn Hart Michaels told Sean Michaels how to do it. Yeah. Sean Michaels isn't a heart though. Natty is a heart, and so she should know. This was just bad. Um, Let's talk about how goddamn good Ronda Rousey is at wrestling. Just let's tell talk about that. Jesus. Okay, so Sonia attacks Natalia after this. And Rousey makes the save. Rousey established earlier that she trained with Natalia. I thought that was a great tie-in. Wonderful to do because Natalia was a big part of all the horsewomen's training. Like you sure. all the time saw it. And even Natalia brought in Nikki Bellum was like, hey, let's do some cross training with these girls. 
Sonia's like, hey, Manny, let's GTFO. And then she's like, wait a second. I'm going to test myself. It didn't work out for her, but she tested herself. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Uh, Ronda Rousey's facial expression here was wonderful. Like, I bitch. But that back wheel trip she did. Oh. <laughs> oh. Just, you know what? I don't need a nozzle. Cut the end off of the hose and just, just pour it all over me. That was such a magnificent throw. I was saying this for months, ever since. Fightful.com broke the news that Ronda Rousey was training to be a pro wrestler last August. I said, Ronda Rousey is going to be able to do a lot of things that pro wrestling fans have never seen before because she she has forgotten dozens of throws that have never been seen in pro wrestling. We've seen it with that suplex that where people land on their face. Don't particularly care for that. Hot dog. This wheel trip was magnificent. Sonya Deville, I don't know if she took it well, because it didn't matter if she took it well or not. She was taking it the same damn way. That was great. Alex, your thoughts? Say good um, uh, Yeah, no, it was it was great. Um, the back wheel trip, yeah, that, that thing was fantastic. I love her strikes. I know, like, I know that in actual MMA, yeah. she wasn't that great, um, but in, in, in wrestling, they're great. Um, and, uh, I, I like Sonya Deville saying, I'm going to test myself. Let's go. She I should. I think she's the perfect character for that. I also feel like that might be the last time we see that for a while, because I feel like absolution is headed over to SmackDown. Did it surprise uh, you to see Ronda tonight? Uh, you know, I don't know. I guess it, it appears that they're doing this thing with her and Natalia for a while. Like, this is the thing is that she's going to Europe. She is. She's she's, 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 she's real like, happy, Alex. I'm telling you. Like, this is really cool that she's like God, saying. I've, I've been covering her for years. I've never seen Ronda Rousey this happy. She, ever. She's, um, if she's a full-time person, like, and they, they you know, there was like, every, there was this, like, small to middling uproar of, well, you said she'd be on every Raw before Mania, and she's not on every Raw before mm-hmm. Mania. So I beg to differ. Like, okay, well, now she's on Raw's where she's not really doing anything. She's just saving her buddy Natty from these mean girls and then throwing people to the ground with the quickness. So I'm all about it. Let's let, let's mm-hmm. let's give her a storyline and let her work through like let her get trained on the road by Natty, who she's working with in a program. Yeah. Let's do it. Also, uh, guys, check out I did an article. We had a couple of good women's related articles this weekend. We had I did one today saying that WWE should run an all women show either the weekend of the Greatest Royal Rumble or at some point as an answer to Saudi Arabia not allowing women to compete because they definitely have the talent. Also, uh, Rob Furness, a new writer for us, did a great profile on Sarah Amato, which was called The Driving Force of the Women's Evolution. It was really good. I had somebody that just said, what made Ronda Rousey such a bad striker in MMA? Didn't she knock people out? Okay, so I'll explain that as best I can. Ronda Rousey did things in women's MMA that not a lot of people in her her division were doing. She was knocking women out cold. And for a while, she was the only woman in UFC that were putting people out cold. You would have a TKO is when the ref stops the fight, but the opponent isn't necessarily out cold. A KO is when they're out cold. For a while, it was just Rousey doing that. Cyborg wasn't even knocking people out cold. Uh that being said, Ronda Rousey had a lot of natural power because her core strength was just unbelievable because of all the years of judo, high Olympic-level judo she did. And a lot of times your your legs, your ass, your core gives you your power. Ronda Rousey fell a little too in love with that power. She was training with Edmund Tiverdian, who made her think she was the best striker in the world. She was not. She ran into a couple of girls who got caught, and she was better strikers than them. But she was not there technically. And if anybody ever saw my lead-up podcast to Holly Holm, I was like, man, this is going to be bad for Ronda Rousey on the feet because Holly Holm, elite-level striker. Amanda Nunez, elite-level striker, elite-level power. Ronda Rousey and really almost any trained MMA fighter is going to look really good on pads. They're going to look really good on the bag. And they're going to look really good in pro wrestling to an extent. There are some MMA fighters that have a real problem transitioning 
their strikes over to uh, MMA. Ronda Rousey, or to pro wrestling, Ronda Rousey, Sonya Deville are not two of them. They throw great strikes, but that's in a nutshell, the Ronda Rousey striking situation. So uh, Ronda Rousey just looking really, really good tonight. Glad to see her still on the road. And as you said, she's going to going to Europe. That kind of surprised me a little bit, but there we go. Up next, Brizongo defeated the bar. We see a wiener shaking sunset flip from Fandango, but Breeze eats a pop-up uppercut. Breeze kicks out of a decapitator, the old demolition finish, and then rolls up Cesaro for the win. This seems to me an awful lot like the Colognes beating American Alpha or whoever the hell it was they beat last year. Yes, it, it, it certainly could be. Um, but, I, I mean, if if the bar is, is t- taking the titles uh, from uh, Bray and uh, Matt, uh, in Jeddah, uh, then I'm all here for Brizongo being their first little mini feud here because uh, I honestly felt like Brizongo uh, and the Usos turned in a, an entirely unique, great comedy match that also had excellent yeah. wrestling in it back at Backlash last year. Brizongo, when, when you give those two guys, you put them in the ring with the top-level talent and say, okay, make the crowd laugh, but also make the crowd the crowd go, holy shit, they can do that. So I think these two guys could be great in a little feud with the bar. And they're right. The bar is not good in the fashion department. Like the kilts and the – there was this great moment where they were standing – they were sitting on commentary, and then they stood up to, like, like you know, do the little – thing the little 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 thumb thing to the yeah. to, to to hardy and then they got to cole sitting behind the table and behind him as he's throwing to the video package it's just their boots and their their naked legs under their skirts and <laughs> kilts uh and and it was just so funny because cole had no idea that there were just these two men's legs just sitting right there it was just hilarious yeah uh brazongo versus the bar please more of this Nah, I don't know about that. I mean, if they were a little bit different, I don't know. I don't know. Forgot to mention, guys, last plug of the evening. Members only podcast coming back to FightfulSelect.com this week. My guest, none other than Nigel, the producer of our Wednesday List and Your Boy podcast. We'll talk to him about what it's like to produce that show, his... uh, day job with Jimmy essentially and another property that he runs a sister site of fightful.com. So check that out. And I'm telling you that dark match commentary was a fun one. Check that out too. Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins. Wait, wait, wait. Did, did, did we skip a, a formal discussion of the Ziggler and McIntyre segment? Oh God, we did. Cause cause we did. Okay. Yeah. I had that under the topic. I'm all shook up. Former WWE World Heavyweight Champion Dolph Ziggler is now on Raw. He does the old show stealer promo. Now, here's what I want to know, Alex. Did WWE do that out of repetition, or did they do that to bait us into thinking it was going to be repetition? (laughs) Possibly. Uh, He never needs another record scratch entrance ever again, especially now that he's got a running buddy. Uh, People were saying that, oh, great. They finally gave the pseudo Shawn Michaels a pseudo diesel. Um, and I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, but yeah, no, the, the, if they do something good with Dolph Ziggler, he could be great. But the problem is they haven't done something good with him in, in a very long time. Dolph is interrupted by Titus Worldwide. And initially I thought, you know what? Dolph joining Titus Worldwide would be an upgrade for all involved, Raw included. <laughs> sure. Ziggler says he didn't come alone. Drew McIntyre attacks Titus Worldwide. I did a Fightful Books It on uh, Drew McIntyre a while back where I really thought that Vince McMahon, once picking him as the chosen one, should play out on screen, either as a babyface or a heel. Like, either he's coming for redemption or he, like, psychopathically wants to prove that he still is the chosen one and he just buys like almost like obsessively vies for Vince McMahon's attention. And it's like almost like a stalker situation. Once he gets it, he beats the shit out of him. But right now we got Ziggler and Drew McIntyre. That zigzag Claymore looked real good. Yeah. That looked awesome. 
that's going to be really good. Um, All 3MB is on Raw. That's what I was thinking. Um, I'm thinking there's going to be a lot of 3MB stuff that goes on in the house shows. Like, you know, like, I don't think it's going to be on TV a lot, but I know it's going to happen on the house shows. Uh, And I think that'll be a lot of fun. Um, Listen, I thought it was a total bummer how McIntyre hurt his arm in that match with Almas. I don't know what they had planned for him after he he was, I I know he was going to lose that match anyway, but I don't know what they were planning on doing with him at that point afterwards in NXT. But listen, this guy was main roster ready when he showed up in NXT. He'd been doing great stuff in TNA. And this is the ironic thing. The best stuff I thought that was going on in TNA in 2016 was Drew McIntyre at that time, Drew Galloway versus Bobby Lashley matches. Those two guys were beating the crap out of each other and it was sick and I loved it. So, hey, you got to heal Drew McIntyre and a, for now, face Bobby Lashley. That's a match I'd like to see going on on Raw every couple of weeks. You could do that. Get Ziggler involved. Fine. Most interested I've been in Ziggler in probably five years, I would because say. Because there's, there's all kinds of potential that doesn't involve him stealing the show. It just, yeah. you know, could be something different. Could be. So they, they brought so many people over. I was like, did they need to bring that many people over? That's the thing. Is I, I don't know. It depends on how many people they're going to lose It's SmackDown. You it's know? like, okay, you brought all these people over. There's going to be a lot of these people that go from doing nothing on Raw to doing nothing on SmackDown? Is it just a matter of them doing more of nothing in a new setting? Yeah. Listen, the thing is they have main event. Like there's a lot of – all the people on SmackDown – like Mojo is going to have matches on main event. True. Like there are people who are going to have matches on main event that like you could have have a forever feud between Brizongo and Revival on main event every week and they'd find something new to do. How often do you watch that? Every week? No, I no. I mean, but I, 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 there's, there's a guy who I follow, who gifs all this, all the stuff from it. Uh, so whenever he watches it, he gifs it, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's what I missed. You have to send me my, send me the name of that guy. There was a, there was a uh, Gold Dust versus Kurt Hawkins thing that they did oh, for like twelve weeks in a row. So it'll be nice to have some new blood on main event. So, and and I guess it's not not out of the question, but one of my ideas and i don't have enough time to do a fightful books it on it or i would but i want charlotte to be like the streak breaker like she breaks oscar's streak i wanted to break like maybe they start up a new pay-per-view win streak and somebody else debuts and has a big winning streak i think that she should also do a mixed tag with kurt hawkins and be the reason that his <laughs> streak is broken that'd be fun and help him get a win like she hits natural selection on a dude, and she's like, there you go, buddy. Take the pin. And this leads up, not this particular match, but that eventually leads up to Ronda Rousey versus Charlotte, streak versus streak, breaker, WrestleMania. There's a there's a very cool stuff that there is available to do with Kurt Hawkins uh, getting his first win on somebody that drives that person insane. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking is a really good, really good way of turning Bobby Roode heel finally. Is to have him lose to uh, to Kurt Hawkins and not take it well. There's a lot of stuff cool that you can do with a guy who finally finally gets a win, like they did with Barry Horowitz back in the day. Yeah, they, they turned that into a little program. CCV uh, Live has a good point. Hope somebody addresses the uh, SmackDown invasion from last year. Hey, didn't you beat the shit out of me last year? <laughs> That'd be great. Should be. <laughs> Braun Strowman, Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, Bobby Lashley, and new Raw acquisition Bobby Roode. Defeated the Miztourage, Kevin Owens, and Sami Zayn. This was a good match, but let's address the elephant in the room, which was Corey Graves surely having his eardrums burst by a screaming Vince McMahon when he slips up and says, "Bullet Club is for everyone." Yeah, mm. that's not that can't that can't have gone over well. Bobby Roode is the new name over to Raw, and my immediate reaction was, "SmackDown got good." Yeah, Smack is in a, in a, ca- a case of addition by subtraction for SmackDown. We'll see who they who they port over there tomorrow, um, but uh, yeah, uh, there's a lot more room on Raw there to do is. stuff with three hours. My other thought was, are they are they ramping up? Who's going to be on the Monday show for the Fox negotiations? Because you know that could you know tantalize them. Oh, we've got this many former champions over. Hey, wouldn't you like to bid 
up on that? I don't know. I, I thought they did themselves a disservice by putting Rude, Gender, and Baron on the same roster because I think that was a big issue of all three of them not getting over. All three of them working with a guy like Randy Orton, it's all the same style. But they won't be working with Andy Orton. They'll be working with Roman Reigns now. That's a good point. And it, Bobby Roode had to become the high flyer. He had to start doing blockbusters and jumping clotheslines <laughs> like the kind the kind you would pick on SmackDown versus Raw where you're a po- where you don't bump, you just hit it and you stay on your feet. That's what Bobby Roode does. So Rollins plunches the outside before a commercial. Lashley gets a tag and deadlift belly to belly suplexes Zane. Zane was not ready for it. But Lashley made him ready for it. Oh. Hanging vertical suplex, throws Miz over the top rope. Rollins makes a hot tag to Bobby Roode, who gets little to no reaction. Braun fares much better. I like that catching close or ch- catching choke slam he did. That was great. Undertaker used to do something like that, where he they would just run into his hand and they, they would slam them down. I like that. Uh, Braun's ring sp- ring post spot is like Andre's tie up in the rope spot. That's his yep. that's his go to. Glorious DDT from Rude. Lashley hit a great-looking spinning back elbow. Miz steals Daniel Bryan's moves, but then the Miz Taraj abandoned him. A Braun power slam, and that is it. Miz is bid ado. Uh, let me ask you, uh, the action in the match, we'll get to it. Are the Miz Taraj baby faces next week, or are they just, see ya? I, I don't know what you have for them. Like, why didn't they just split these guys up before WrestleMania? Yeah, it was a weird thing. Like they had this really great thing. They could have they could have split them up at WrestleMania and had that cost Miz the match. They could have there's a lot of stuff they could have done, but this just doing it now it makes you wonder how far ahead they were like, oh yeah, we should totally uh yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that thing. Well, we're gonna send Miz to SmackDown, but ah, here's the catch. Mr. Rogers isn't gonna go with him. That'll be a good little moment. And they don't realize that, oh, now Curtis and Bo have nothing to do. And I'm for one, I'm really going to miss Bo's fashion sense if he's not on TV every week. <laughs> I love that guy. Um, crazy conspiracy nut though he is, but I'm yeah. This was an interesting little moment, but I'm I'm I would love to see um, the uh, you know the what were they called the, the they were the misfits what were they the the them and Heath Slater the the, the, the little. Running yeah, yeah, social outcasts. They're social outcasts, and add Rhino to the mix because Rhino would be a lot of fun. Just sitting yeah. ringside eating cheese whiz off of crackers. They could be a lot of fun in the in the lower card of of stuff. I'm asked who the heels on SmackDown are. Technically, Rusev is one of them, although I, I don't know how you keep him a heel. But Nakamura and Miz are the two big ones now. Nakamura and Miz and Bludgeon Brothers, I guess. Uh, Usos kind of transition in and out, but. We're going to get some heel action on SmackDown. Maybe you know, there, there, there are a lot of people that could go over there. But Shelton's now going to have to work singles, so I think he's probably heel at this point. Well, I mean, what happens every time Shelton gets in there with somebody that's at a top level, or at least traditionally? Yeah. When he got in there with Christian, Rob Van Dam, Chris Jericho, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, The Undertaker, it, tri- anybody like that, special mm. things happen. Now, is he at that same level? No. But he's a heel now. So his work is going to be a lot different. He's not going to have to do the, oh, I'm leaping from the floor to the top rope type of thing. Give me an old angry Shelton Benjamin, and I'm down with that. I was really surprised not to see either the Usos or the New Day tonight. Yeah, me too. I think the Usos could have done nothing but helped Roman Reigns, whether a baby face or a heel. And they could have done nothing but helped the tag division. Yeah. You know, because they're 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 putting way too much on the back and the neck of Sheamus and Cesaro in that division still. Well, literally on the back and neck of Sheamus because the guy's yeah. apparently got spinal stenosis. Exactly, exactly. He deserves a little rest from being at the top of that division. Well, that's WWE Monday Night Raw. Here I was thinking we had time left over. We've actually went over time. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> FightfulSelect.com. You can get all kinds of exclusive stuff. I have a copy of that Raw script rundown. For free at Fightful Select, but visit Fightful.com. If you don't like MMA, visit FightfulWrestling.com. You can follow Alex at Palowski the Fords. You can follow me at Sean Ross Sapp. We're coming at you tomorrow night right after SmackDown Live. And, of course, Wednesday afternoon for the list and your boy. If you're into MMA, we got the Holy Smokes MMA podcast tomorrow afternoon, 3 p.m. Eastern. That being Tuesday, 3 p.m. Eastern. Guys, visit our friends over at Pro Wrestling Unlimited. We do a lot of great work with them. 
Check them out. Show them some support. But like, thumbs up, subscribe. Until next time, we are out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park